everyone. I am Emily Landers, and this is How'd She Do That? A podcast answering that question each episode. I hope you all are having a great week. I think it's about to get even better with today's episode with my wonderful guest, Elizabeth Ferris. This is a conversation I have been so excited to share. But before we dive in, I wanted to say a quick thank you to those of you who come back again and again each week to listen to How'd She Do That? We celebrated our 20th episode last week with Paige Adams-Geller, co-founder and creative director of Paige. If you haven't listened, I would definitely encourage you to do so. That conversation, much like today's, is truly inspiring. Well, this week we have some exciting things happening over at How'd She Do That podcast on Instagram. There may or may not be a giveaway happening on Friday, so go and follow us there so you can stay tuned. Also, I am so happy to share we are now on Facebook. We have a page that I would love for you to visit and like as well as a private members group for those of you who are looking to discuss episodes and perhaps network with one another. Well, I am so happy to share today's episode with you. Elizabeth Ferris is joining me. She's a lover of all things baking and was such an amazing and kind guest. I love this conversation. And since recording, Elizabeth has announced she and her husband are welcoming their first baby this fall, a son named Robert. Congratulations, Elizabeth in this episode, we talk about Elizabeth's postgrad season of life, how she began sharing her recipes and blog, Elizabeth and Butter, and the wisdom that she shares and the insight that she's learned throughout her career is truly inspiring. You guys are going to love this episode. You'll likely want to share it with a friend. Here is Elizabeth Epperson Ferris on How'd She Do That? Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of How'd She Do That? Today's guest is one I have been so excited to speak to. Elizabeth Ferris is a baker, entrepreneur, wife, sister, and friend to many. I've loved following her journey on social media, and I am so excited to bring that journey to life on today's episode. Raised in the South, cooking and baking have always been a way of life for Elizabeth. She grew up in the kitchen baking with her mom and sisters. Baking became her passion at an early age as she taught herself to make and decorate sugar cookies and started her own baking business at 15 years old. Elizabeth originally started her blog as she longed to share her love of sweets, hospitality, and Jesus with many. Elizabeth's recipes are simple, delicious, and they usually contain lots of butter. Many people get stressed out by baking, but she's here to put us at ease and guide us step by step. When Elizabeth isn't overseeing her business, hosting a baking class, or connecting with her many followers on Instagram, she's likely enjoying a beach day or time with her beautiful family in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Elizabeth, welcome to How'd She Do That? Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. 
Well, I am so excited to have you, so excited that I pushed up our time frame. I'm in California, and you are in Florida, and I was so eager. I've got you on an hour early for our call, so thank you so much for being flexible. Oh, you're so welcome. I've been looking forward to this all week, so it was super easy to get on. Oh my gosh. Well, I I just have to say really quickly, I I love all that you're doing as a uh, kind of non-baker. I have made many of your recipes. So no pun intended, this is a really sweet conversation to me for me to be a part of. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad. Oh, it's so true. Well, as you know, and as we talked about before we got recording, we have so many amazing listeners that are really tuning in probably because they love you. Many of them have probably made your recipes, and I'm just so excited to highlight your story, which, wow, goes back at to a really early age. I'd love to hear a little bit about, gosh, maybe your beginning memories of of baking, and then we can dive into where you went to school and, and all that good stuff. But let's start at the very beginning for you. This was a passion from really early on. Yes, it was. So I remember baking as early as five years old. Um, I just kind of grew up with my mom and my sisters and my grandmother. They are all incredible bakers and cooks. And I think being from the South, baking is truly a way of life. I mean, that's what we do for every holiday, every occasion. You just make homemade Mm -hmm. desserts. And so it's all I knew growing up, um, growing up. And it wasn't until I was a little bit older, maybe around the age of 13, that I decided I really wanted to bake more often. And I wanted to do it myself and I wanted to teach myself how to do it. So I decided to quit all sports and quit cheerleading, which is one of my favorite things to do. Um, I told my parents, I said, I think I just want to quit everything and just focus on baking. And I'm sure they thought I was crazy, but <laughs> they let me do it and they supported me. And so it kind of started around middle school. I started doing. Oh my gosh. So even in middle school. Yes. I started with just simple cake decorating and I learned just through a lot of failures. Um, And I actually took a cake decorating class with my mom. I was in the seventh grade and I asked her to take a class with me. And that's kind of where I learned the basics of cake decorating and how to make cakes pretty and not just taste good, but look good. So I took that class and that's kind of what started it all. And then I started slowly but surely selling them. And I still remember probably just because it haunted me, but I had so many failures. (laughs) And to this day, I remember my cakes falling apart. I tried to, um, I was selling a cake to a neighbor and the whole thing split in half because I iced it when it was warm. (laughs) And so it just taught me so many life lessons about baking and responsibility. Um, So yeah, I feel like those early days were so important and I've learned so much from them, but I continued to do it and I just never gave up. I continued to bake and then I started making the decorated cookies and just taught myself how to do that over the years. And every year I got a little bit better and I would learn some new stuff. Um, And so I kept doing it all through high school And it was in high school when I made my first wedding cake. And I'm from a small town in Alabama. um, And so there really wasn't many cookie bakers there. So everyone wanted decorated cookies for showers and parties and weddings. So I was that 16-year-old making cookies for every occasion. And it's kind of where it 
it took off in high school and I was known as the cookie girl. Oh my gosh. And now I have to back up for a second because you said something that's pretty amazing. Are you saying that throughout, so throughout high school, your extracurricular was baking? Is that right? That's right. Yes. I did art. Um, I loved art and I took art all through high school, but really besides a few sports here and there, it was just baking. Oh my gosh, Elizabeth, that is so fun. And it's so amazing that at such a young age, you really honed in on what you love. And wow, even to have that memory of of being a five-year-old and then even in high school and middle school, thinking of the cakes that kind of fell apart. Oh my gosh, this is so much fun. Now, what part, I know, I know you're from the South, but what is the small town you're from? It's Montgomery, Alabama. So it's actually the capital oh, of Alabama. It's not super yes. small, but my little community that we were in was pretty small. Oh my gosh. Okay. That is so fun. Well, I knew you're from the South. I'm actually originally from Dallas, which I think maybe Montgomery people would say, well, we're more South than this than, e- than even <laughs> Dallas. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. Okay. So throughout high school, and this is really unique for listeners because some of them might say, oh my gosh, well, you found your passion really early on, but you still had to hone in to what that would look like. And you did move forward after high school going to school. What did it look like to step into college? What did you major in and and what was baking like during that time? Yeah. So I knew I loved baking, but I wasn't sure I wanted to do it the rest of my life. I didn't know what that was going to look like because I started doing it. I started baking before it was it was cool. I mean, now there's so many (laughs) championships and there's all these fun children's cooking networks and things like that on Food Network. But I did it before any of that came out. So Really, I didn't know other people did it. I was kind of the only one who I love at least. And so I knew I wanted to do it the rest of my life, but I also was really interested in events. And I thought maybe I could be an event planner or maybe I could be, you know, something else. I thought um, I always dreamed about being a children's or an event planner for, for a children's hospital. I thought that would be like the dream job. So I went yes. to Auburn University, which is about 45 minutes from Montgomery. And it's where my mom graduated from. And both of my, um, all of my siblings actually went there. So Aww. it was kind of a special school. And so I went to Auburn and I really wasn't sure what to major in. So I just kind of looked around and I really didn't know what the best place for me was. But I found a major that almost seemed perfect for me. And it was called hospitality management. And so originally it was called hotel and restaurant management, but they turned it more into hospitality. So it's event planning, but also people who want to run restaurants or own their own hotel, things like that. So it was really a perfect major because I got got to learn so many different things. And I also got a minor in business, which was really helpful just for life in general. Um, but I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed my time at Auburn and I continued to bake every single day. So I had the sweetest roommates who always let me to take over the kitchen. And I think it was there that I realized, okay, I, you know, I'm trying new things. I'm working, you know, I'm shadowing people. I'm learning about events, but I really just love baking. And wow. I just kept going back to it. I kept going back to it. And so then I 
continued to sell cookies in um, college. And it was in college, actually, at Auburn, where I learned how to paint on the cookies. And that is kind of what took off my cookie decorating career, I guess you could say. Um, So I learned how to paint. I just taught myself how to do that. And sold dozens and dozens of cookies every single week just to college students or people you know um, people in the local community in Auburn and I would do them for Auburn University and so it just really it was it was basically I was working all through college just for my home which was really cool but it also taught me a lot of responsibility trying to keep up with my classes and have a business a small business great time a great four years and I just learned so much there so yeah I always remember oh my god Yes. Now at that time, was that a website? Did you have your cookies up on a website or was this word of mouth in college? What did that kind of look like? So it was all word of mouth and I did not have a website. I eventually started an Instagram account um, my sophomore year of college and it was called Elizabeth and Butter. And I started this account because I really just wanted a place for my family and friends to see my baking stuff. And I did not want to bother all my other friends, all the other people who followed my regular account. So I just decided to start. (laughs) And it was honestly as a joke. I thought, you know, I love butter. I use butter every single day. So I'm just going to call myself Elizabeth and Butter. And somehow (laughs) that name stuck. And it's still the name I go by today. Um, So I started that in college. And yeah, that's kind of what started it was the Instagram and okay. oh. until after college that I started my blog. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Elizabeth and Butter at originally perhaps like you said a joke and now it's it's a very chic name and totally appropriate for you. <laughs> it really is appropriate. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So okay, this is so fun because again, I'm just hearing such a, a cool theme that that really you were able to hone in kind of your original first love, maybe you could say, just a continually kind of checking in and, and and evaluating, okay, doing hospitality and stepping into that. And I'm sure, um, gosh, hospitality that can cover all kinds of entities. And I'm sure it's mm-hmm. even helped you stepping into your baking classes, which we can get into, but it's really cool to think about, I'm sure, how some of that has aligned kind of in your next steps in your career and utilizing different things that you learned in your major. What what was your first role after school? So you started the Instagram and at that point, a website came soon after. But I'm curious, I mean, did you dive right into Elizabeth and Butter? or Was there a role that came together right after school that we don't know about? Yeah, so there was a little role. Um, right after college, I moved to Charleston, South Carolina, which oh. has always been just a dream for me. I love Charleston. I love everything about it. It's yeah. really one of the most incredible cities for food and hospitality. So I knew it was the perfect place for me. So I moved to Charleston um, and I actually found an internship. So okay. I found an internship with a lady who truly was one of the most influential people in my life. And her name is Marianne Caldwell. And she ran and she owned a wedding venue in Charleston. And I thought, you know what? I love her aesthetic. I love everything that she does. I love events. So I'm going to do an internship with her and see if I like it. And it was a total random, crazy blessing. But I just emailed her one day out of the blue 
And I said, I know you're probably not even looking for an intern, but I would love to work with you. You don't even have to pay me. I will move to Charleston. I will work with you. I will do whatever you need. And back to me and said, you're hired. And we had never even met. We just talked on the phone for a few minutes. And right then we both knew it was a right fit. And so I moved to Charleston right after Auburn and found the cutest little house. And I knew it was the perfect fit for me because everything about the city, everything about the job, everything about Marianne, I just loved. And I learned so much from her. I learned so much more than just wedding planning though. She is an incredible hostess and she's so gracious and loving and everything that she touches just turns into magic. Like she can turn anything into something beautiful. And I've still remember everything that she taught me. And I'm just like trying to keep it in my memory forever because it was so incredible. Um, But yeah, so I was in Charleston and I interned with her for about six months and it was hard. It was wedding planning and, um, you know, events. They're hard and they're long. And I didn't realize you'd be on your feet all day up until 1 a.m. So (laughs) I learned a lot about that. And it was in Charleston too, where I got to meet some really cool people and other bloggers who had a big influence on my blog. Um, So it was there while I was interning that I met a lady named Julia Engel, and she runs Gal Meets Glam. And so I got to meet her, and we got coffee one morning and just kind of became friends and started meeting together. And I told her what I did. I asked her all about how she got started. And she kind of encouraged me to start the blog. And that's wow. really who I owe it to. Um, I owe it all to her because she invited me to come on her blog, Gal Meets Glam, and bring a few recipes. So I was their first cooking contributor. And that was also before I was really into recipe development. I really love to bake, but I didn't really develop my own recipes then. So it wow. really gave me that push I needed to start developing them and to realize that I can do it. So she asked me to come on and bake maybe three recipes for her blog. And we did a photo shoot and it was so much fun. I was so nervous, but <laughs> being great. And you know, she asked me, okay, so I'm going to post it. Where do you want me to tag? Like, what do you want me to tag? Your Instagram? Do you have a website? And I was thinking, oh my goodness, I've always wanted to start a blog. And I don't know what I've been waiting on, but I, right then and there, I started a blog and I started a Elizabeth Butter blog because I knew I needed, I needed to do it. I needed that push, but no one had ever given it to me. And I started it and it was, Right then, ever since then, I think that was 2017 that I started it. And it has been such a fun thing to do. And it's been one of my favorite things I've ever done, actually. Um, But yeah, I'm still doing it today. And I really owe it all to Julia. Oh my gosh. I was going to ask, what year was that? And you guys, we're recording this in 2020. So whenever you're listening, it could be in the future, but that's not very long. And to think of all that you've done, and I can't wait to get into even more of what Elizabeth and Butter has has done since then. But I love the the theme of, it seems like, genuine kind of networking in your life and in your career. What do you think I mean, some people reaching out to a stranger originally, and remind me of your gal's name in Charleston that you originally went out there for. 
Her name was Marianne Caldwell, and her company and her her house that was a wedding venue was called River Oaks Charleston. Okay. Oh, beautiful. So what what gave you the courage to kind of reach out to Marianne? Because some people listening who are hoping to pivot or or maybe they know that they're not in the the thing that really lights them up in their career. They're not really there yet. What was it that that gave you the courage to reach out to her and to say, I can work for you and I could do a really great job? What do you think kind of in you? Is that something that you think your parents encouraged you into? Or or how would you encourage someone to to go for it like you did? Yeah, you know, I did a lot of research, um, really just trying to find the right fit for me and really didn't know what I wanted to do. So I, I started emailing so many different people, just seeing what they had opening open. And I did yeah. everything from magazines to food to restaurants to events. And I really just put myself out there, which is something I am not great at doing. I... Uh-huh. Am not the best at putting myself out there at all. So that did take a lot of courage. Um, but Marianne, when I saw her, I came upon her Instagram somehow. And I was really looking in the Charleston area. And somehow I found her Instagram with her beautiful wedding venue and wow. everything about it just, I mean, you'll have to look at it. It was just so beautiful. Oh, wow. And wow. I could just tell from looking at it and from reading what she writes that she was an incredible person. She's a believer like me and Uh everything that she did, she just did it with such love. And I just felt something is different about this lady. So I want to know more. And I knew that I had worked in a little bit of events before. I knew I was creative. I knew I was a hard worker. And so really that's kind of all I had to offer. And she probably would have (laughs) been much more qualified. I had never worked in weddings before, but I told her I'm a quick learner and I can do whatever you need. And she accepted and I can't believe it, but she let me come on and truly took me in. It was, I mean, I feel like she was like a mother figure to me, Um, Mm. but she also let me bake. I mean, I baked for the weddings. I baked at her house. I baked in her kitchen just for all the other family and friends who came by and let me do what I love, which is also so kind of her. Um, And she encouraged me in that, but she also taught me so much about events that, you know, I love to host parties at my house here in Florida. And I feel like I'm still using all those little tips and tricks that she taught me. So yeah, I've just learned a lot from her just from every, you know, not just weddings, but for every bit of life. Yes. And she taught me. Yes. And all of the different things that you love. It's so cool when I think your career kind of intersects with life, like you said, hosting and weddings, but even taking all that you learned and moving forward with it. Oh my gosh, this is so fun to think about this kind of stage of life that you are in. So you are officially, so Julia, which how incredible is that? And I think now that you mentioned that, that might be Thank you, Julia, how I was introduced to you as well. I think I may have seen you on there and thought, oh my gosh, how cute is this Elizabeth and Butter person? (laughs) Really? That's so funny. 
Yeah. So I hadn't even thought of that, but so then from there you really recognize, okay, this is, this could potentially be a big thing. Julia's going to share my recipes. You're featured on her blog. What did it look like? I mean, you right then and there started Elizabeth and butter. What did that first kind of season of your blog look like? How often were you posting? Did you know how to take photos? I mean, you immediately kind of dove right in. I'm, what did that look like? Yeah. So I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) I have learned a lot the past three years, but I started not knowing how to take photos. I had a camera that I got in high school. It was a simple camera, um, but I didn't know truly anything. I taught (laughs) everything, but I started out, one of my roommates actually helped me start the blog and, you know, do all the back end things. Yes. I hate technology. So that was a hard thing for me, but she (laughs) helped me with my logo and things like that. And so I started it and I was like, there's no going back now. So I started developing recipes, which has been a learning process for sure, because I wanted recipes that were my own and I didn't want to copy anyone else. So that process, people might not know, but it takes a long time to develop one recipe. I mean, it could take weeks. You need to test the recipe out five times and there's so much that goes into it that I had no idea. So when Julia asked me to create three recipes for her, you know, that was a huge thing for me when I was not used to doing that, but I love to bake and I love the science behind it. So that part was really fun for me. It was a fun learning curve. And I started making recipes every single day when I wasn't working. And I would just, I would think of a recipe that I really loved, that I really wanted to make. And I would start developing it. And I was not posting consistently at all. I would probably post a new recipe once a month because that was how new I was. And Slowly but surely, I realized, okay, if I want to make this full-time, which it was not full-time at the time at all, (laughs) if I want to make this full-time, I've got to devote more time to this. I've got to post more consistently. And so just over the years, I've just learned um, just through also talking to people and talking to other bloggers, and they've given me so many tips and tricks, and um, it's taken me a while to learn. But yeah, I just started um, slowly but surely companies would email me and want to send me their products. And it really just happened super authentically. I did not, I did not reach out to anyone. I still to this day don't reach out to anyone. And I feel like that's kind of just my personality. Um, I really, um, I don't know. I just, it's not in me to promote myself like that. So Companies just found me, and it's been a huge shock and blessing that anyone anyone would want to work with me at all. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's been so much fun, and it's been yeah three years. I started it in about April of 2017. Oh my gosh! Okay, April of 2017. I mean, for three years. I mean, there's some bloggers that I mean, it takes you know ten plus years to really get to even the place that you're at. So it just goes to show that the recipes and the images and everything that you have gotten to at this point, it really pays off because people love your recipes, myself included, I have to say. 
but I am wondering what is life like now? So even in the beginning stages, you're kind of learning and gosh, getting everything set up. Well, maybe I should backtrack. You said that, uh, you know, you were posting once a month. When did it click? Okay. I need to post more. And what did that look like? Did that look like a post a week? I mean, when did you really decide, okay, I need to take this seriously. And was there a click where it's like, let me pull out the calendar cookies going out this day, pie this day. I mean, what did that kind of look like for you as you transitioned into, I'm going to, I'm going to really do this. Yeah. So it really wasn't until I moved away from Charleston. Charleston is an expensive place to live. So I was working, I was nannying, I was helping with weddings, I was selling cookies, I was doing a lot of different things. So really the blog was kind of just whenever I had time for it at night. And it really didn't get a lot of devotion at all. So I actually got engaged to my husband. Um, oh. and my husband. We got engaged when I was in Charleston. And I decided to move home back to Montgomery just while we were planning the wedding. And we had a pretty short engagement. So I moved home because my lease in Charleston was ending. And I moved home with my parents. And that was a time where I actually had a lot more time to devote to my blog. which was really great. And I wasn't working full time. So I had the time to do it. Um, But I started posting a little bit more consistently then. And I was thinking, okay, we really weren't sure where we were going to live when we got married. We got married in 2017 to fall of 2017. And right before we got married, we got the call that we were moving to Florida. That's where his Uh, company was sending him. And 30A area, Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, which has actually been my favorite destination to visit for years and years and years. And it's where my family grew up coming to vacation. And it was a dream getting sent here for his job. He's a builder, so he's in construction. And we moved here right after we got married. And I really struggled with, okay, do I get a job or do I devote my full time to this blog and cookie classes and I actually stopped selling my cookies right around that time. Okay. Um, I still do them for friends and family, but I kind of stopped selling them and just focused on the classes. So um, I started teaching these cookie decorating classes when I moved here to Florida. And people come here on vacation every week and they want to do a fun you know, activity inside. And so people have loved the classes. And I realized... I really love teaching them more than I love making them. So I'm going to start teaching the classes and running my blog full time. And my husband was so supportive. He encouraged me to do that. And so that's what I did. I never got a full-time job. I just stayed home and I have loved it. It's been one of the best things for me. Oh my gosh. Well, that is so fun. And it's incredible to think I I can connect with you on that location, you being in the 30A Santa Rosa Beach area. Yeah. Uh, my husband, I moved with, with him for his job as well. He was um, a law student at Pepperdine. So we, you and I are coast to coast, yes. but it's fun when, when they get a job and then we get to go live in a really cool place. So we're just inland of Malibu. And so oh. we're looking at different beaches when you go out to the beach. It's crazy. 
crazy to think about. But yeah, two, it's, it's so fun for, for that business element of, like you said, you have people going in kind of every week, bringing their kids, wanting to do something fun. And what a dream to think, okay, I'm going to do these cookie classes. Where do you do those? I've seen pictures and whatnot. Do you have a location that you guys all meet at or do you do a rental? I'm just so curious about that side of the business. Yeah. So usually I go to people's homes actually. And it's like you would hire a private chef, which a lot of people do here when they're on vacation. Um, You hire me and I come to your house just so you can do it in the comfort of your own home and not have to go anywhere. You can be in your swimsuit if you want, but I set all the cookies and the icings up at your kitchen table and they can also come to my house if they want. If their house that they're renting is not large enough or if they don't have a table, they can come to my house and I'll set it up here. So I do both. But usually I go to people's homes and set it up and then get to go home with a new skill and a big box of cookies, which is so much fun. Oh my gosh. And I bet you meet some really sweet families through doing that. Have you kept up with any of them? I have, and they've come back every year, and I've, oh. get, I've got to do more classes with them. And I truly have met the greatest families and girls and kids. I mean, I do, I do kind of all classes, all kinds of classes, but I've met the greatest people through it. Oh my gosh. And wow, this just clicked. I'm sure this has already clicked for you a million times over, but this is so in line with that interest in hospitality. I mean, what a gift to be able to utilize, wow, what you may have thought would have been for a hotel or a restaurant, but then to take it to this really personal level and how creative for you to also take your love of art and that interest of art early on and tie it in with baking. I mean, that's really amazing. Have you ever kind of stepped back and thought, wait, I'm doing something pretty cool here because you should. (laughs) No, I actually have not really thought about that. And that's so cool that you brought that up. Um, I know I I learned a lot through hospitality and through events. And I feel like, yeah, that Mm. really does huge part in what I'm doing today, bringing people in my home, going to people's homes and kind of setting up an event for them. And I really have not even thought about that. So thank you for bringing that to my attention. (laughs) Well, it's so true. And it's really cool. And I guess sometimes it's helpful if someone else is connecting the dots for your career, but you have had an amazing one. And of course, it's not over yet, but I am going to have to get to one of these cookie classes. I'm going to tell my husband when we're in Florida next, we'll have to get a group together because that is so much fun. They are really fun. I'm oh. doing a call, you know, most most every week I have a few classes and the summer is especially busy, which I love. It's my busy season. All the tourists are in town and it's yeah. so much fun. So I'm doing just about three a week now. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, as you're doing the cooking classes, now many of us are not able to be there and see that, but we're still getting amazing content and updates and recipes and fun collaborations on Elizabeth and Butter. What does that look like for you as you're kind of creating recipes and creating content? What does a day in the life look like for you as an Elizabeth and Butter blogger? What does that look like? Okay. So well, I'll just talk about today. <laughs> I am making my s'mores cookies, which I have gotten so many requests for these cookies. And I have been wanting to post it for a while now. But uh, it's just take it's been a really busy week and I've made them several times to make sure they're perfect. 
So today I'm going to actually film a video of me making them. And that's one of my favorite things to do is just take a video because it's so much easier for people to understand how to do it when they can see it visually. So I'm going to film a little quick video of me making the s'mores cookies and then I'll shoot it and put it on my blog later this afternoon. So that's what today looks like. And then after that, I have two cakes to make for friends. I don't sell my cakes or cookies anymore, but I always will say yes to a friend who asks. So oh. I'm doing two different unicorn cakes, actually, which is oh. so much fun to do. Uh, <laughs> so two unicorn cakes for friends later after the s'mores cookies. So that's what today looks like. Oh my gosh. Well, with the video, and this is kind of a fun question that I hadn't thought of until just now, but with the video, are you editing that yourself? Do you have a team that's helping you with your content or are you editing photos, videos, all of that and putting it out there? I am. I'm pretty much doing it all. Oh Um, my gosh. That's so impressive, Elizabeth. (laughs) I have several friends who are are incredible photographers that I will hire every now and then to take photos of my stuff, but usually it's just me. And especially during the quarantine and everything, it's just been me. And I really love that. I am a total introvert, which you would probably not (laughs) get, but I love being home all day by myself. And I really, I love working by myself, which is so funny to say, but um, I kind of do it all. Oh my gosh. Well, that's really impressive. And I'm going to tease this now because Elizabeth is going to share where you guys can connect with her. But when you see her Instagram and when you see the videos that she's talking about, and when you connect the dots listening to this podcast and hear that she's doing pretty much all of it, if you weren't impressed uh, with her before, you're about to be (laughs) because that is really impressive, Elizabeth. Oh my gosh. Well, it's so fun to to think about your career. and, And again, just connect the dots. And in how your passions and the timing of everything kind of aligned, especially even living in a place that has folks who want to do something fun and, and the tourists are there in Florida and whatnot, and, and to kind of think through just how so many different entities of, of your passions have aligned in such a cool way. And wow, to think that this has only been three years that Elizabeth and Butter has been up and running. You've done some really incredible things. You've had some really fun collaborations. It's been fun to watch. I'm wondering what was a real wow moment for you in your career thus far? Maybe, maybe there's a couple, but, but does something come to mind where you really did step back and you were like, wow, I really am doing what I love. Hmm. You know, one of my dreams has always been to be on food network or to have my own baking show. I've just thought that would be truly a dream come true. And one of the biggest wow moments for me was, I think it was last year, um, I got an email, a year, probably a year and a half ago, actually. I got an email from a media company, and they asked me to do a quick few little interviews, and they were going to pitch it to Food Network. And it was one of those moments when I thought, wow, I'm really doing what I love, and people can see that, and they are interested. And I had never really realized that before, yeah. and I couldn't believe that they would want to interview me. And it ended up being such an incredible experience. It was something that I had just dreamed about, even if it was just an interview. We got to do several interviews over the phone and Skype, and 
it was so much fun, even if it didn't turn into anything. It was such a cool opportunity. And then I did the same thing last Memorial Day for another network. And so it's just been really, really cool to get to know people and put myself out there, which is scary. And I mean, it's terrifying at times, but it's been a really good learning experience. And um, yeah, I'm hoping one day it'll lead to something, but uh, it's still a dream. Oh my gosh. Well, I personally, I'm going to call it right now on how did she do that? I think that is very much in your future. And I love, I love that you will put that out there and that you'll say, look, this is my dream. This is what I I'm hoping to happen. And gosh, Elizabeth, I really believe it will. I I mean, I'm going to be excited to watch your show someday. (laughs) So kind. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's been a dream ever since I was a little girl. And even to this day, I just, I think about it all the time. I think about how much fun it would be, but also at the same time, I feel like I am truly so lucky and fortunate that I get to do it every day. I get to bake every day and do what I love. And I'm doing what I've loved since I was a little girl. So it's really cool. Oh my gosh. Well, well, with that in mind, what is your, your favorite thing about baking? What, what is it that you, you know, is really connected, gosh, your, your heart to it for so long? What, what's your favorite thing about baking? So I love sweets. I really have always had a huge sweet tooth, but (laughs) It's funny. I do not eat every single thing I bake, but I absolutely love giving it to friends and neighbors and loved ones or someone who maybe had a new baby. It's one of my favorite things to do. I love giving it to others. And it's so fun getting to bless someone and get to to make someone else's day Mm. because they might not be around baking like I am every single day. And I really love giving it away. I love packaging it up in a pretty box with a ribbon and just bringing it to someone's door and dropping it off. It sounds funny, but that is my favorite part of baking. Oh, no, I think that's so sweet. And I think everyone's going to be wondering where you live in Santa Rosa so they can go and buy a a place next to you. (laughs) My my poor neighbors, they're probably (laughs) all my baking. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Well, and too, because I think a lot of us when we hear it's like you bake every day, what I mean, a lot of people would say, well, good grief, where where's that self control? But you know, are you you're not eating at all? What do you mean you're not eating at all? And, and I wonder what's what does it look like? I mean, like you said, you give a ton of it away. Is your husband eating a bunch of it? Is it, are you around it all the time that you're like, well, I just, I'm really don't crave it. What is, what is that like? People who aren't around baking all the time, were like, how are you having this amazing self-control? <laughs> I think it's like with any job, if you're around it every single day, you right. just don't want it as much. And yeah. I am around those sugar cookies truly every single day. And I can't tell you the last time I've eaten one because it's almost like they're not edible to me. I think it's just because they're, I see them so much and I'm in the dough in my hands every single day. I'm looking at them and smelling them every day that I have no desire to eat one. And sometimes I will have a counter full of cookies and cakes and I think to myself, oh, I just really wish I had a sweet laying around I could eat, like a chocolate cookie. But nothing around me sounds good. And it's just because I see it every day. But if you gave me something else, maybe like a chocolate, a warm chocolate chip cookie that someone else has made, or if I make it every now and then, I cannot pass that up. But it's the things that I make every single day that I just have no desire to eat, which has been kind of good. It's given me some self-control. But my husband does have a huge sweet tooth and he loves my desserts. Oh, 
That is so funny. It's almost like um, that your sugar cookies are our Play-Doh. I mean, that's yes, what it sounds like. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that is exactly right. Oh my gosh. Well, that is so fun. And I think so many of us, gosh, to, to think of what your kitchen smells like and and just the the hospitality element and, and the uh, probably the incredible nesting that you guys have been able to do in your home. I mean, it's just really fun to think about even being in your kitchen and, and all that's mm-hmm. going on there and the buzz there. It's so fun uh, to hear your heart behind the baking element. Uh, I am kind of thinking too, uh, as as I'm I'm hearing your story, there's so many different lessons that I've, I'm sure you've learned uh, throughout your career. And I'm wondering if, if you could share with my listeners, you know, is there a greatest lesson that you've learned that you could share with them some insight into, you know, this was a huge lesson for me to learn maybe early on in your career, uh, maybe more recently, what is kind of the greatest lesson you've learned? Hmm. Yeah, I think early on, I learned a lot about responsibility. And I was not used to doing that. I wasn't used to running a little business and it's something that you really have to learn. And mm-hmm. I had a few moments that I'll never forget um, just in high school where I would I accidentally dropped a cookie one time. And so I didn't want to put it back in the box and someone was coming to pick them up and mm-hmm. I was short one cookie. And so I only gave the lady 11 cookies as opposed to 12 and mm-hmm. To this day, I'll never forget because I, I was so afraid. I was just like 15 or 16. I was so afraid to tell her that I dropped a cookie. And it's so funny. I Now looking back, I just like want to shake myself, but I didn't tell her. I gave her the box of 11 cookies and she oh. called me later and was kind of upset with me. And it was my first moment. I thought, oh my goodness, I've got to be more honest with people and I've got to wow. learn from this and make extra cookies next time. And I've never had that happen again because it just, it taught me so much, but it's this wow. little thing that I learned from those early years, um, just really be honest with people. And that's the best that's going to get you so far in life. Just be honest and real with them and authentic. Um, don't also try to hide things like that. <laughs> so I think, um, yeah, that's been one thing that I learned from the early years. And now just through my blog, I think I'm learning every single day. Just I really am trying to be authentic and real. And I really want to be who I am. I don't want to try to be someone I'm not. Yeah. And I think in the blogging world, a lot of people struggle with that. And I've had other people tell me, you know, I want to start a blog, but I don't know what to blog about. And I really would encourage people just do what you love and stick to that. Don't try to be something you're not. If you're not interested in fashion, don't be a fashion blogger. Right. You're not going to be happy at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, baking is what makes me happy and what brings me joy. And so I'm just going to try to stay true to that. And even when it wasn't cool, I love to bake. And so now I'm just still doing the same thing. And I think that's my biggest advice to someone else is just stay true to you and what you love. Oh, that's such good advice. And wow, what a sweet uh just reminder, I think we can all relate to that 15-year-old who dropped the the cookie. That's such a great story. And to to put, I mean, my heart, you know, breaks for you, but I think I would have done the same thing. And that's such a, a, an early lesson that you learn, just that honesty and, and that I love that, that transparency. How Mm. cool is that, you guys? We can all apply those lessons to our life. And I just love that Elizabeth would share those with you guys. Oh my gosh. Well, 
Elizabeth, it sounds like there's always something fun happening with you, happening with Elizabeth and Butter. I am wondering, is there anything coming up? I mean, what's next for you? What can we be looking forward to along with those s'more cookies today? (laughs) That's that's a big one to look forward to. I have a few exciting things coming up that you'll find out about in a couple couple weeks from now, but okay. a lot of fun collaborations that I'm working with some other companies on and um, just some new recipes. Very exciting months for me and for Elizabeth and Butter. So stay tuned for a lot of fun things to come. Oh, I love it. Well, we will. We will stay tuned and I am super excited. Elizabeth, I have loved having you on the podcast today. And if I wasn't already, what I would say is a huge fan. I am one now. And I just love what you shared about just staying genuine, doing what you love. That comes across so beautifully on your website, on your Instagram. And I've just always thought, you know what? If we lived in the same place, I think we would be really good friends. So I'm counting you as a friend today for sure. Love that. Thank you so much, Emily. It was so much fun talking to you. Uh, well, I know that people are going to want to stay tuned. All of the amazing things you have coming up in June and July. Where uh, can people connect with you? Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth and Butter. And you can also go to my blog at elizabethandbutter.com. And it's, it's sometimes it's hard to find my, me because I spell my name a little bit differently. I spell it with an S. So look up a little bit better with an S and you can find me on all those platforms. And yeah, I'm excited to share some new recipes recipes with y'all this summer. Awesome. Well, Elizabeth, thank you so much for coming on today's episode of How'd She Do That? We are so excited to stay connected with you and we hope that you all have a fantastic day. Thank you so much. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thank you all for listening to today's episode of How'd She Do That? I am Emily Landers. You can follow me on Instagram at Emily Landers and the podcast at How'd She Do That Podcast. Please join us next Tuesday for a new episode. We will talk to you soon.